1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: There has been a lot of talk lately about Michigan's population, or lack thereof. So the governor has decided to do something about it.
0: My primary concern and the mandate from the governor's office is to think about growing our state's population, really future-proofing our state.
2: Can Michigan stop the population hemorrhaging? We talked to not only the woman in charge of that, but also some folks that left to find out. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Michigan is no shrinking violet. The state is 11th in size, and with just over 10 million residents, it is 10th nationwide by population. Now, the country itself grew by over a million residents, according to the 2020 census. But Michigan is going in the wrong direction. The data shows that the state lost over 43,000 residents between April 1st of 2020 and July 1st of 2022.
0: My primary concern and the mandate from, you know, the governor's office is to really think about growing our state's population and really future-proofing our state to continue investing in our communities, but also in the real opportunities that we all have to build new and exciting kind of economic transformation here in the state around, you know, the green economy and a bunch of the sort of future mobility, these areas that we haven't realized yet, but that Michigan has a right to be at the forefront of. So yeah, as chief growth officer, that's the mandate. It's grow Michigan, grow our population, grow our communities, whether that takes policy. policy work, thinking about incentives new and differently for individuals, or thinking about branding and marketing and the stories we tell.
2: That right there is the voice of Hillary Doe. Back in June, Governor Gretchen Whitmer named Hillary as Michigan's first chief growth officer. Hillary will work with the newly formed Growing Michigan Together Council to, in theory, grow the state's population. Hillary certainly has her work cut out for her.
0: You know, some of our challenges include ensuring that, for example, our education system is an asset and never a liability for retaining and attracting folks, as well as, you know, be a great place for young families to raise their kids and want to stay and invest. We also have a challenge, as we think we all can agree, on infrastructure. Our infrastructure rating isn't where we want it to be as a state. We need to invest in that and also think about how are we leveraging our downtowns to feel really interesting and sort of worth being in for folks for for generations to come. How are we thinking about transit and access to jobs and work? The fourth is jobs, talent, and economy. We know that we need to be investing in the sort of jobs of the future and building economies that are really robust here for our folks. So that you can work remotely, you can do that here. If you need to find a great job in your field, you can do that here. We don't want folks to feel like in order to work in a given field, they need to go to the coasts.
2: So why do people leave? Sometimes it's obvious. If you hate the cold, you go where it's warm. If you want to be a lobster fisherman, you go east. But as we hear from Dan Nerfer, it can be more nuanced. Dan is a native Michigander who has lived all over. He currently calls Los Angeles home.
3: So I think up until I left, it was just, I want to explore other stuff. Like it could be the greatest thing ever, but I want to explore other stuff. But I will say, I just realized that maybe there was a city in Michigan somewhere for me, but this place was not it. It just wasn't aligned with my ideologies, my thoughts. And not to mention that across the board, you have more densely populated larger cities where there's better access to education and resources and things like that. And I saw that pattern pretty obviously and was like, well, I guess I want to live near those cities as opposed to, you know, a rural place in in Michigan. So that really hit me that I was like, I don't think I'm aligned with this state anymore, or at least the places that I frequent in this state.
2: So what is Michigan doing to sell itself? What does that sales pitch sound like? This is Hillary's area, and she's all over it.
0: You can have a really great quality of life and seek that natural beauty, and as well as an opportunity to really put your thumb on the scale in some of these burgeoning industries. Colorado has really leaned into its natural beauty and its sort of quality of life and lifestyle as a means of growth. Michigan has just as good a claim to that, if not better. We're you know sitting surrounded by eighty percent of North America's fresh water and incredible beauty all around us. We saw, obviously, the Silicon Valley region grow on the back of burgeoning technology and innovation. We have just as good of a claim there now because we are leaning into innovation and technology that's also purpose-driven for a lot of folks who want to be part of an answer to the climate crisis in a way that they might not be able to do it anywhere else in the country. I really do believe that the work is also listening to folks who are making the decision you know, to, to go so that we can call them home and really bring them into this with us.
2: Michigan's natural beauty is certainly a selling point. The next voice you'll hear belongs to Cassie Yamas Fawson. She's one of my WWJ co-workers. And like Dan, she's moved away from Michigan, living in North Carolina and Hawaii. But unlike Dan, she's moved back.
0: My family is here. So my family has been here for four generations now. So Saginaw area, Kalamazoo area, Metro Detroit, me leaving for Hawaii and North Carolina was really out of the box. I'm not saying other family members haven't done it, but we've all been very centralized to Michigan.
2: Is your family the only reason you picked Michigan?
0: Growing up here, there is such a deep appreciation that I have for Michigan. The weather, we get the best of all four seasons. We have the beach, we have the woods, we have so much right here in our own state that I have always loved Michigan and I've always said I would move back
2: Let's be very clear. This conversation has one outsized driver, age. How can Michigan retain younger people? But who counts as a young person? I have a seven-year-old, and so is some of this targeted at maybe even him? I just wonder how you think about age, because it can be kind of a hot-button topic, but it's necessary to think about and talk about.
0: You can sort of look across the country at who's moving, who high mobility folks are, who is a great target for our attraction. And what we do see, right, are that young folks, recent graduates, young families. So we do want to be in front of those folks with our message. But to your point, there are other folks across the age spectrum. I mean, our older workers here in Michigan are critical to our labor force participation rate and a strong workforce and have so much to continue to offer to the state. Also, um, they're relatively high mobility. We see lots of retired folks making choices about where they want to live. So there's really nobody from the seven-year-olds that you mentioned, my child's seven as well, um, all the way up to, you know, the parents who live in the state that I moved back to be near um, who who matter as part of this. and, And we're really trying to take a broad approach.
2: Hillary mentioned that she wanted to hear from people who have left to help understand what Michigan can do to bring them back. I wanted that too, so I put that to our Michigander in L.A., Dan.
3: I do think there are some things that could be different that would draw me back. The first thing would be like a diversity of industry, right? So like I'm out in L.A. primarily for the film industry. You know, out here, the art industry, the music industry, the food culture here. I mean, there's just so many different things you can get involved with out here. There is a little bit of like we have the auto industry and manufacturing and then some random corporations here and there. You know, there's no real consistent large-scale industry that, like, interests me or, like, industry diversity that I think is that exciting. If Michigan or parts of Michigan were to embrace something like that and say, like, I love when we had that very brief time. Michigan was like, we're going to do film now. And I was like, that'll keep me here forever. Um, and then they decided to stop doing that. So it doesn't have to be film, but, like, I think it's a diversity in industry, like, at a broad scale.
2: Michigan's not alone in this fight. 18 states have lost population since 2020 and a couple months ago we did a daily J about signs popping up in detroit advertising the virtues of ohio the competition for talent is fierce especially in the work from home age so can michigan step up and deliver
0: it is a pretty audacious thing to say that you know we're going to Grow this population, no matter what, and ensure that Michigan remains competitive economically. That our workforce is competitive economically. That we have a right to the opportunities that are right on our doorstep in terms of, you know, continued economic growth, and that our quality of life can continue to be high and strong and improving in communities across the state. To which, you know, population growth is really critical. So it's definitely the case that there are other people, you know, making a play and a pitch, but not in as expansive a breadth, I'd argue. And Michigan has some really unique opportunities. Opportunities because a lot of places we're seeing population growth historically across the country. Your Arizonas and Nevadas are also really struggling with other things. They're some of the folks facing the largest challenge in climate resilience with heat and water. And Michigan is obviously ranked first in climate resilience. So we are going to you know, lean into our strengths.
2: Will Hillary and the governor ultimately be successful in expanding Michigan's population? I don't know. But as a current resident, I sure hope so, because there is no doubt that our future depends on it. Today's big thanks goes out to Hillary Doe, Cassie Yamas-Fawson, and Dan Nerfer for taking the time to chat with us. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We get it.
1: Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one,